Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our broadcast from the American Film Market in Santa Monica, California. And this part of the afternoon is where we pull out the big guns, the big people in the industry and uh, here at AFM. And the other the other day, I met a very charming gentleman named James Guineer. Is that the pronunciation of your name correctly? It is. James Guineer. All right. <laughs> well, that's, of course, your French. And then it'd be Gagne. Yeah. But, uh, He's the president of Rio Vista University. And uh, they are a multifaceted company in terms of what they do in the media and film industry. So uh, he is an independent producer and the president of Rio Vista. And uh, we were just talking about before and during the break. And one of the worlds that you frequent in terms of your projects and things is the is the Comic-Con world, is that, that audience. That's one of the audiences that you serve with your projects. So tell us some of the things that you have in development right now and that you're, you're putting out. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you got they're, they're really great. I mean, they're just to have so, terrific audience appeal. I just want you. Okay, to so I'll put in a plug for something that uh, we we've already been at some of the comic cons with called Nobility, and that is a really fun uh, sci-fi uh, series that uh, I'm also looking at turning around into feature film, uh, and I'm a producer on that. Rio Vista did not produce that. Um, but that one's got all your favorite sci-fi stars in. Mm-hmm. And just kind of think of uh, Firefly meets The Office with a Star Trek twist. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about these things the other day. I was like, you got to come on and talk about some of these projects. So what, as a, as a company, what does Rio Vista do with, uh, say, a property and taking that into the screen? So, so one of the things... Um, I guess is a natural ability, and I have to try and train myself to not always use my my superpowers. Uh, <laughs> is uh, I'm a fixer, uh, a fixer, and then also uh, when I see things, I can usually see all the individual parts, how they fit together, and what the highest and best use is, and how to actually get there. And I see it all instantly in a flash right. uh, on there. And so I have to resist actually going and fixing or, or trying to take over and, and do things immediately, um, but have an absolute blast doing it. So we, we do that all the time. So sometimes I'll take on stuff that is out of our, our normal realm, because I we focus on stuff that's you know sci-fi, fantasy, uh, horror, although horror covers a really wide range, um, you know, my wife writes uh, vampires, werewolves, zombies. That's her brand. You know, mm-hmm. books with a bite. Right. So we usually stay in that kind of realm um, for for what we do. But uh, we've got a film right now uh, that we're developing uh, called No More Goodbyes, and it's uh, extremely timely. Uh, it covers the theme of what makes a family. And it isn't blood, and it certainly isn't culture, and it isn't race, but it's those people who will sacrifice for each other. Right. That's a good, good concept. So that's out of our realm, <laughs> but uh, we love doing what we do, and we love stories, so uh, it, was, it was something that we felt had to be done. Yeah. So uh, how do you, you... You talked about yourself as a fixer. So in, in, in the description of that, uh, when you, do you evaluate projects, people being projects to you, and you kind of figure out what's not working, or you ask them about what they tried doing what's, and, and what you can do for them? I mean, what's, what's that process of being a fixer involved? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, just here at AFM, I mean, uh, 
at least 20 people that I've talked to, they've talked to me about their project and I've already, you know, given them tips on what to do, how to get to the next level. And that's with me not being involved. That's just like, right. you know, I'm meeting you and, you know, I just want to be helpful and help you along. And, you know, you don't always find that in this industry, um, but the people who do it, it comes back tenfold. I mean, it's, call it karma, call it whatever you may, <laughs> it works, it's real. Yeah. Uh, but it, so that's, that's always what we naturally do. Yeah. But yeah, um, there was this one really good one that I saw, I saw the pitch for. I think you may have actually seen it. Saw the pitch for it, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, it was the real breakup of really what happened with the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was brilliant, but there's some issues there with all the legal stuff, and nobody wants to touch that stuff. Right. And I'm not afraid of it uh, because it's 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 you just got to go through the motions and do the homework. And if you know what it is and know how to do it, you just go through it. So I gave him some advice and and that, but uh, you know we may end up doing it, we may not. Uh, but at least he's further along right. in his process of getting that film made. So is he working off a, a property like a book or is it just his own screenplay that he came up with? It's or? his own screenplay that he went out and did tons of research and right. all the stuff that's out there. So all the articles, all the leaked tapes of recording sessions and all the conversations in between. Right. He did all that legwork. I mean, wow. 90 hours of recording sessions. He listened to all that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then he took all that and created the actual story. And he talked to the reporters. He talked to everybody. That's passionate. Did a, pheno- did a phenomenal job. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to actually read that. Yeah. Um, and if there's something there, then yeah, I, I know some folks that are really interested in purchasing something like that. So you're kind of shepherd people into making the right connections and you may get involved in that or not as far yeah. as and you know, i mean i gotta if, tell if you, you if you happen if you happen to like it yeah i mean yeah. I, I may be involved in it or may not but at least i've helped them along right and i gotta tell you i've i've done this over the years and i get people to call me up and and i may have helped them a long time ago and they'll be like hey james i got somebody who needs this and i know you can help them out and <laughs> and i think this project is great for you or oh hey and they'll hook me up with something and it's like but it's never expected right so, uh, what are um, what's your purpose here at coming to AFM? What do you look for from AFM? Relationships. Relationships. Just to a- meet a- people. Just, Relati- like, just like we met. We just standing at the table and whatever. Relationships, uh, they're undervalued yeah. um, by new filmmakers. Relationships are are one of the most important things. Uh, it's fifty percent of everything that gets made in town is relationship. The other half is is being able to actually deliver. So that's yeah. um, you having the talent. If you're a writer or if you're a producer, actually being able to put it together, showing up on time. Are you collaborative? Are you easy to work with? Mm-hmm. And that. So that's the other half. Right. So you have to have those two halves together. But the relationship is 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 you would say that more of the foundational aspect because film film is so collaborative as far as a, a you know how to, how they actually happen i have four kids <laughs> if i'm going to be away from my four right. kids and my awesome wife you better be fun to be with and work with <laughs> otherwise i'm, I'm going to be going and working with them right. or i'm going to go work with somebody who is right so y- you need to bring your your best self to the table right right 
That's a really important point. We haven't talked about that today at all, so I'm glad that you brought that up, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on today, because you were so personable and, and engaging in our chat at the table. Thank you. My, my mantra yeah. has always been, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what... Uh, the, the genres that you mentioned about sci-fi, horror, zombies, you know, all those different kinds of movies, there's so yeah. many of those right now. Uh, where do you see that kind of whole market going? Is it, is it going into a good place, bad place? Is it evolving? Are people coming up with enough new ideas to merit new films? Or The cream will always rise to the top. Yeah. So, so, so those genres will never go away. <laughs> I know. They will never. There will always be the ones that aren't so good. There'll always be the ones that are great. Uh, and whether you're independent or you're big studio, they will always exist, but uh, people vote with their money. And if you give them product that doesn't meet their expectations, they're gonna vote for somebody else and you're not gonna ha do very well in the future. <laughs> right. So you, you better deliver on what you're actually marketing and you, and you better market what you actually have. Right. Do you see a, a lot of that um, coming across your desk or do you look at all different kinds of projects? That you, in other words, do you have like action adventure or just comedies or things like that? Is that Rio Vista involved in those kinds of genres? Yeah, well? we, we, look at, we look at everything. Uh, I typically shy away from comedy just because it doesn't travel really well. Uh, there's a few people who know how to make comedy travel extremely well. Um, Having said that, <laughs> I met with a, a stand-up comedian yesterday evening, and uh, she tracked me down, <laughs> knew I was going to be at AFM, right. and uh, we met, and I got to tell you, her pitch, I was like, I'm sold. I was like, that's brilliant. This reminds me of a film that I saw back in the 80s with my wife, or 90, was it 90s? Maybe it wasn't that far, but it, we saw about 20 years ago, right. um, and we absolutely loved it. It was wonderful. I don't want to say what it is because I don't okay. know, you know, right, what right, or all the things. Right, right. But it was. I was like, this is brilliant. I could totally see this whole film in my head right now. Right. The Go ahead. Her pitch, her pitch was top notch. Then you said. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it wasn't elaborate or whatever. She yeah. was just personal. I mean, right. she was engaged in the conversation. She wasn't like reading off a of note cards or anything like that. She was in the conversation. She knew the film. She knew what the points were. She covered it with me, and I was like. I love it. I want to read it. Send it on over. And I was honest. I was like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna have my wife read it because she reads all the stuff. She's involved in everything at one point of development. She's going to be involved. Right. And she's got to sign off on it. So she, she'll sign off on it. And uh, she'll give me her honest view of it. And if it passes her, that is a film that we will make even though it is something we don't make. <laughs> yeah. So William Goldman's real. Nobody knows anything in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, or, because or, 20 years later, we're still, yeah. remember that film, we still yeah. love that film, and yeah. we watch it again today. That's quality product. Yeah. So if something Shelf like that life. comes along that's out of our norm, we're going to grab it yeah. and help it along. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Because films have an incredibly long shelf life now. I mean, we're still looking at things from the 20s and 30s and 40s. If they're so, great yeah. content, yeah. they will last forever. Yeah, yeah. What, do you, what are some of the things that you would like to see happen in the film industry that aren't happening just yet? Some things that are maybe evolving or on the horizon or some things that you'd like to see happen? 
Well, that depends upon how much time you have. <laughs> <laughs> and it depends upon how technical you want me to get. I mean, if you go back to like my high tech background and mergers and acquisitions and all the stuff that I did in the corporate world, um, I would love to see everything more digital mm-hmm. on the back end, meaning your rights management, uh, your um, all your statistics. So when it airs in theaters, I mean, and obviously that's going to take a, a while because there's a lot of theaters in, in foreign countries that just aren't there yet. Yeah, they don't but, have infrastructure to do that. But, yeah. but from all your sales agents worldwide, right. uh, it, it would be nice to have all that stuff instant access so that you can log in at any time mm-hmm. and you can see when your local marketing, you can see exactly if it actually worked or not. Uh, because then you can adjust and you can change things up. So that's one thing I would love to see change. So tracking response data to the movie. Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm so envious of the data that Netflix has and, <laughs> and the data that Amazon has. If, I, if, if that data was in my hands, I'd be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely unstoppable. Because I, unlike... I guess a lot of people, I thought this was common. I have both a creative side, but I also have the business kind of analytical side. And evidently not everybody has that. Mm. I didn't realize that for a long time. (laughs) Um, So I could literally take the data and analytics and convert that to the creative side. And I would know ahead of time how a film's gonna do before we're even done, before we even start. That, that, would you say that's probably one of the most essential things is to know is to be able to project and predict something because in Hollywood, the films are so much of a crapshoot, but having more data, you say, would make them, you could evaluate films more completely. Yeah, if you the have the data and you know how to understand and utilize that data, absolutely. Uh, for, for me, I mean, it, it's a given. Uh, <laughs> So the predictive analysis you're talking uh, I, about. <laughs> I like to engineer wins. Yeah. I like to win. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't like losing. Right. So I like to make sure I'm going to win before I even start. So you, you, you do all your homework. And I know people didn't like doing homework in school, but goodness sakes, it pays off. Yeah, do your homework. <laughs> well, James, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, they can uh, go to my website, uh, com, or I'm on social media. Um, I, don't, I, I post on Twitter, but uh, Facebook is probably a little bit easier. LinkedIn, uh, definitely. Um, yeah. So uh, it's James Ganier, that's G A N I E R E, Rio Vista Universal. James, thanks for being on with us today. It's appreciate. Good, good. Oh, absolutely, with you. <laughs> my pleasure. Always fun. All right, all right, take care. We'll be back in just a minute at Voice America Live Events Channel. <laughs> 